Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast where we are all about inspiring wellness in the digital age. Let's get going. Welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast. I'm so excited. We have a very special guest today, Zach Humphrey. I'm going to share a little bit more about him. But Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I look forward to it. Awesome. So we are very excited to be teaming up with a with a wonderful nonprofit called Tuvi Rad, and we're going to be doing a we're going to team up for a wonderful cause this October. So it's our month long hikeathon, and it's called Emu Challenge Hike to Be Rad. And this challenge with a hike has a dual purpose. It's to help you experience nature unplugged and to help others participate in outdoor adventures. So it's a, it's a win-win and raise funds from this year's event will benefit individuals and families who are experiencing financial or emotional hardship by providing scholarship to participate in a variety of outdoor programs. And the timing and the spirit of this event is in honor of Brad Humphrey, a committed husband, father, son, brother and friend who passed away from a rare complication of leukemia in 2018. Brad loved his community as much as he loved the great outdoors. He believed in the healing power of human connection and being active in nature. And so do we at Nature Unplugged. Um, Today, we are thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with Zach Humphrey, president of To Be Rad and son of the late and great Brad Humphrey. Um, and Zach is here to kind of share a little bit more about who Brad was and how To Be Rad, his nonprofit or his family's nonprofit, came into fruition. So again, Zach, uh, welcome and thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks so much. Awesome, man. Well, I want to start, I would like to start just um, acknowledging that, so I really appreciate you being here. It's a, uh, it's a difficult topic to talk about. And uh, you, I think know this, but I lost my dad when I was young. Um, so I, it's not the same situation, but I, uh, I know a little bit of what it's like. So I appreciate you, uh, being up for talking about it. Of course. Yeah. Honestly, I've found it, it helps a lot talking about it. And this opportunity has really made it like a healing process for all of us. So it's, I really appreciate it for sure. Awesome. Well, let's start before we dive into more about your dad. Let's, I'd love to um, just hear a little bit more about you. And so do you mind just sharing a little bit about your, your background? You're in school right now, right? Like where you go to school, yeah. that kind of stuff. Of course. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm 22 years old and I go to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. I'm studying for an agriculture business degree and I started my first day of senior year today, actually. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, catch me up here. Um, but a little background. So I was born kind of near downtown San Diego. Um, and I moved to Carlsbad where we've lived since I was like five years old. Um, and I remember going to like Bubba Park all the time with my mom, stuff like that. So, you know, San Diego means a lot to me. But um, ever since we moved out here, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And I went to public high school. And um, really, my dad shaped a lot of my passions growing up, um, I guess. So when I was a kid, every birthday would be some kind of camping trip, and he'd bring me and my friends and stuff. So, you know, I've, I've had a love for camping the outdoors because of that. And then, you know, 
later on, I found other passions like uh, soccer, which my dad also loved. So that kind of brought us together as well. And, um, you know, I love movies, TV, all that stuff, hanging out with friends. Um, but yeah, it's this whole, this whole process has just been really fun because I, I kind of got lost for a little bit and nature has helped me to kind of get my mind right with all this. And, you know, it makes me feel closer to my dad because that was his whole world, just being outside and with the people he loved. So yeah, it's a little background about me for sure. So. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. And, you know, right in line with, uh, you know, what we do at Nature Unplugged. And let me ask you this, what is your, do you have a favorite outdoor activity or hobby you like, like hiking or surfing or? So funny story about surfing. I, that's the one thing my dad tried to get me into probably his whole life. And I think he started me a little too young because I had a few, you know, they weren't, they weren't near depths or anything, but I thought I was drowning because I was a little kid. So yeah, haven't quite gotten over that hump yet. Um, I do want to eventually start surfing because I got a lot of friends who are super into it. Um, but I guess just hiking and camping, those are the two that I, I love the most. Um, and just like traveling in general, because I, I love seeing new places. Like that's just a big passion of mine. So I'd say those awesome. for sure. Yeah, it's never too late to get into surfing. Uh, you know, I think I, 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 I am very into surfing, but I had, I feel you when I, I was, was little, I had a few kind of hectic. Uh, my dad would take me out when it was just way too intense for me and I'd get tumbled around and sort of freaked out. But, you know, anyway, that's very cool. So hike, so your, your jam is more like hiking, backpacking and stuff like that. But it does sound like uh, both your parents and your dad uh, in particular, was hugely influential around your um, relationship with nature. Um, that's very cool. So uh, this is a kind of a broad question, but I, I, I'd love to get a little bit more of a sense of what Brad, your dad, was like. Um, can you just share a little bit more about who he was? Yeah, it's it's a tough question because he was such like a singular person, you know, um, but basically in our family, he was just the leader of everything. Like he would drag us out to go outside, go camping early in the morning, you know, knock on my door. I can't remember how many times wake me up in the middle of the night or maybe 6 a.m. But that was early for me. Yeah. Cars leaving in 10 minutes, like better be there. So I can't remember how many times that happened, but so many. And, you know, I'd be grouchy <laughs> at first. We all kind of would. But, you know, within 20 minutes, we'd be having the time of our lives. It was really, really funny too, which I, you know, when I was thinking about this, I forgot to mention that, but he was one of the funniest people I, I ever knew. Like he would, he just knew how to get laughs out of people. And like, it's hard to stay angry, or upset when he was around. So he brought a lot of like levity and lightheartedness to any situation. And um, this, this is something that, you know, it took me a while to fully appreciate because, you know, when you're a kid and your dad does stuff, you can get embarrassed pretty easily, but he would talk to anyone and everyone. You just make mm -hmm. friends with whoever's on the trail, just crack jokes with them, try to be their friends. And like, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, you need to stop. Like you're embarrassing me. But, <laughs> you know, looking back, that's like one of the best things about him, you know? And he was just really good at just connecting with people and, you know, giving them, you know, making them feel important and included. And that mm -hmm. that's one thing that, you know, ever since I was in high school or whatever, and I had friend groups, I tried to make sure everyone was like all together, having a good time. And that's definitely something I got from him. So, um, and I guess the main thing is like kind of going with the making friends with people. Like, I don't think I can recall him ever being embarrassed ever. Like he was so mm. confident and comfortable in his own skin. Like 
you know, he was never rattled and he always just seemed, he had this natural charisma and it was just, it was great to be around him, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, thank, thank you for sharing that. And that's helpful to hear um, because while we've had a lot of conversations or, and I've had conversations with your family, I never met your dad and um, it's great to hear these stories, but it sounds like he was such a, such a character and such a positive role model and um, right with whether it's nature or I love that. I hadn't heard um, his uh, just saying hi to everyone, talking to everyone that, inclusivity that's really really neat uh, i want to i want to hear uh, i'd like to hear do you have any like what are some of your favorite memories of your dad and anything sort of nature related is uh, bonus points but i'd love to hear you know a few of your favorite memories i got i got a few that came off the top of my head immediately um so and when i was in high school i was i was going into my junior year it was like the summer we went on a big, uh, oh, actually, I'm completely incorrect on that. It was eighth grade. Okay. <laughs> uh, we went to Costa Rica, and um, there was, like, one of the days when my dad was like, hey, we're going to go climb this, like, mountain and swim in this volcano crater. And I was like, oh, that would be great. And he picked the one day where it was, like, a rainstorm. So it was <laughs> completely pouring. Just And that was just me and him and, like, uh, I think a friend of mine and his dad. So that was, it was more, like, intimate, I guess. And um, there's mud up to our knees, like, which is a total, total rough hike. We were just covered in mud by the time we got to the top. And then on top of that, the water was freezing, but um, it was honestly one of the best days of my life. It was so much fun. Um, that was great. And then that same trip, um, this goes back to the surfing thing, but I, we had surf lessons scheduled, but that was another rainy day. So we just ended up playing soccer on the beach in the pouring rain um, with like some locals. And that was awesome. Cause you know, he brought them in he's like, come on guys, you gotta play all, all that stuff. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then, so even when I was coming up here to look at, you know, colleges, um, this and was- And that's, you're up in San Luis Obispo, yeah, right? Which is, you know, so, several hours, you know, is that central California? Is that what you, you know? Yeah, we call it- hours from San Diego. Technically NorCal a little bit, but it's it's central because you get Got people it. both. Um, but yeah, like this kind of attests like who he was really because I was literally there when he got the phone call where he got like the, you know, the transformation that, that turned fatal because he, mm. he had CLL since like 2013, but it was kind of a manageable illness that you can live And what's, with. what's CLL? Oh, it's the chronic uh, lymph, uh, leukemia. It's like the lymphoma. Okay. Got it. Got it. It's not as severe as what actually mutated into, but actually like I was there when he got the call from the doctor and he's like, so he, here's this bad news. And he like tells me, I didn't really know what to think, but then the next day dragging me out to go climb like all the peaks, you know, and I, I'm sure he was in pain and stuff, but you know, he, he didn't want to be a burden. He didn't want any, any of that. He just wanted us to have a great time. So coming up here for the first time really sold me on going to school here because I actually had my heart set on going to school in Washington, some other school. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I think the experiences I had with my dad up here really just tipped the scale. So that was also a good one. And, you know, I won't, I won't say too many more, but I'll, I'll list off a few that I just feel like I have to get in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are awesome. Sir. Uh, it's called Lake Dixon. And that was where I had a lot of my birthday parties growing up where we'd camp and do all this stuff. Um, but at one year, particularly we had like probably 10 people or my dad and like nine boys, my age, I was in like fourth grade and uh, there, <laughs> we rented like rowboats and he was on the other boat 
and he just started just smacking the water with the oar just soaking us and we had a full-on like water fight in the middle of the river <laughs> in the middle of the lake and it was I was so mad at, at the time because I was soaked but it was it was great and then um yeah and then I, <laughs> I can go on and on but you can yeah. picture like yeah I, I love it I, I I think that that's a good you know maybe the other ones will come up but I think that gives me and uh, you know everyone a good sense of who he was and it sounds like really someone who uh you know like lived each day to the max and yeah. I, I I like a lot of the there's a theme there too with uh it seems like a lot of these stories or some of them start out kind of like challenging, right? Like this Costa Rica hike in particular, you know, it's like muddy, it's raining. It's a, but you end up having this unforgettable experience with a soccer game in the rain. It's maybe not what you totally expected, but he made the most of it or you all made the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned, or we mentioned this in 2018, your dad passed away and it was really kind of quite unexpected, right? Um, I'm just curious if you'd be open to sharing uh, a little bit more about how your dad's passing has impacted you and, and your family. Yeah, I mean, of course. So, I mean, my dad was always like, like it, it's hard to describe, but you always think your parents are invincible, you know, just growing up, like they're they're all you know. And then, so even when he got this, you know, the, the transformation thing uh, where it mutated, you know, I, I read about it and it said, oh, like life expectancy, like, seven to eight months or something and I was like oh no way like you know it just it didn't seem real yeah back it was exactly then when he passed away so it was kind of crazy um so it was just kind of a shock like for a while we just didn't really know what to do like like yeah it was really hard and it was tough seeing like that he went through like he went through a bunch of like procedures you know he lost all his hair he did um did all that to try to make it go away so when he actually passed away it was I actually had the news a few days before that he was probably not going to make it, but it, it still didn't feel real. And I got the call and it just reality hit and you're just like, wow, like, you know, your parents are invincible. Like it's, it's crazy. So I think I can speak for my whole family and we were just at a loss. Like we just didn't really know what to do. And I think what helped us kind of get through it was the fact that all of our family and friends loved him as much as we did. So we were mm -hmm. able to support each other, even though it, you know, it made no sense, but um what was what was like the main question again sorry just to no 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 that no it was just you know how how his his death kind of impacted you i think no you're i mean you're right on on topic and okay um <laughs> yeah you know and were you uh were you in where were you were you in school at school at the, at was, the time at school so i i went back and saw him i think a week or a week before because my mom's like hey like you should make sure you see dad you know we don't know how it's gonna go and you know even when I saw him he was not he was not looking good he was very loopy like you know all that stuff but yeah I still thought he'd pull through somehow because you know he's my dad of course he would so I, I think the main thing was like the shock and then right when we got over the shock then it was just like like we're in a hole we don't know what to do now and um I think what what honestly picked us back up and I'm being serious it was like starting to get outside again, you know, starting to just do things he would have loved to do. Like, I remember, I think the week where he passed away, it was like two days later and I, I couldn't sleep. It was like two in the morning. So I, I just left my dorm and just hiked the top of a mountain and I felt better already. It was just mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like it was, you know, it was really hard to comprehend, but just doing those things slowly started 
getting me back on my feet. And then I guess that kind of leads into the origin of To Be Rad because my mom had the idea to to do something in his name, like before anyone else did. Like I, I literally think it was like a week or two after she's like, we got to do something for him. Like I'm gonna yeah. profit because I mean, another quick tidbit about my dad was he was used to be like a youth counselor. I uh, used to like take youth groups out, you know, to like Yosemite and all these places. And he also did mountain rescue for like 15 years. So he was big on giving back, you know, and especially in relation to like nature, stuff like that. So, um, right. And that's San, that's San Diego mountain rescue. And that's a, I think yeah. for people that don't, that's a volunteer thing and they volunteer thing, volunteer yeah. thing and you rescue people that get stuck in the mountains or wherever. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, he was like really skilled in mountaineering. Like, yeah. Uh, he, you know, my, when my mom met him, he actually ended up, uh, he like met her and then he went backpacking by himself in Alaska for like a month. And then she'd hear from him. That's just how he was. Like he used it to recharge. So yeah, I guess getting back on tracks, I keep going on tangents, but um, so to be rad kind of happened organically because my mom was like, we need to do like a nonprofit to honor him. And then right when she said that, everyone was like, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Makes perfect sense. But that was in 2018 and now it's 2021. And it, it took this long until we found exactly what we were looking for, which was nature unplugged. And we're like really grateful for that. So well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, and the feeling, the feeling's mutual, you know, um, 100%. I want to, I want to jump into like a little bit more. I want to hear a little bit more about To Be Rad, but I think we'll, we'll also talk about that. I, I, I want to share that, you know, our mission and everything, and I think what we stand for is so in line with who Brad was. And, and I mean, you're sort of preaching to the choir, I think, or, or when you share the story about, you know, you leaving your dorm room at two in the morning and going and hiking, you know, that was how I lost my dad when I was very young. I was, I was six years old, but as as soon as I got old enough to kind of know what was going on, uh, even be, probably before I completely knew what was, what was happening or how sad I was, I would, if I could get to the beach, I felt better. And I felt like I was all my memories of my dad were in, in at the beach and in the water. Right. Uh, you know, he, we spread his ashes in the ocean and that's, Ever since I was six, that's been my place to recharge and to reconnect with my dad. So I very much, I know it can sound sort of strange, but I very much know what you're talking about. So no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's, it's great to have like one thing to kind of recharge and I, I appreciate it so much. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're saying that your mom had it knew right away or within a, you know, a couple of weeks, it sounds like that you wanted to do something. And uh, so now, now we have, uh, this is fast forward uh, several years and To Be Rad is um, officially a nonprofit. And um, I'd love to hear just a little bit more about, uh, about To Be Rad and like, can you share the mission and that kind of stuff? Yeah, of course. Um, so like you said, our, our mission statements align a lot because our, ours is just using nature to heal life's hardships. And, um, this is, it's kind of vague, but working with Nature Unplugged kind of, you know, makes it more like more practical and spelled out because you guys offer some great programs. So if we're able to raise this money in order to help people in need to like experience, you know, nature and like counseling and stuff through you guys, like that's exactly what my dad would have wanted. So um, we're just really excited for this, you know, month long hackathon. We always, um, we always do things in October, especially because that's when he passed away. So it's, it's just really cool to to bring a bunch more people on board for a great cause. So 
very excited about that. Um, you know, we have we have goals, but they're they're not like like they're pretty vague. Like as of now, I think we just wanted to get this, you know, get the nonprofit like off the ground. We did that. You know, now we're having we're having people reaching out and we're, you know, getting donors and all that stuff. So, you know, I don't I don't personally have any tangible goals except for making this happen and we're we're doing that. And I'm really excited. Um, so I, yeah. I just think it's such in line with my dad's ideology where I'm just really happy with, you know, how it's turning out and I'm excited for October to come because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think I, I you know, I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but I, we don't, we haven't talked about this in any of our previous podcasts. And so, uh, as I'm, you know, as we had both talked about, we're, we're teaming up. So nature unplugged and to be rad for really, um, a month of hiking, basically, it's a it's a hikeathon. So that the the goal is really to to raise money to provide scholarships for families in need, whether that's a financial hardship or emotional hardship, to experience some great outdoor programming and, and a variety of a variety of awesome programs. So um, I'll share a little bit more about about the the, the details on that when we can keep it going. But um, in in the show notes, I'll have the link to the. Uh, to the event page and all that. Uh, it, there's a lot of great information on there, but basically it's a, uh, over the course of the month of October, we're going to be doing a bunch of hikes. There's going to be in-person hikes in San Diego. So we have a variety of locations. I think we're hiking almost every weekend day in October. We're doing, or we're doing eight hikes. And so that's, if you're in the San Diego area, you can, you can, San Diego County area, you can join us. Uh, we have, you know, a lot of awesome hikes. It's going to be in-person um, events. And then also the cool news is Zach, you're up in San Luis Obispo and listeners everywhere else, you can still get involved because we're, we've partnered with a company called all trails, which is a, if you're not familiar with all trails, it's a great it's a tech company, but it's a tech company with the mission of getting people outside. They, uh, have a wonderful little app that can be a navigation app. Uh, and it's also a way to explore new hikes and stuff where you are. So Zach, for example, you can, you can go out and hike and log your miles or you can use and, and or you can use all trails to track your miles or discover new hikes out in the, you know, in sort of the central coast area. Um, so you can hike wherever you are. And so you can um, you can to, to get involved, you can join as a hiker or you can be a donor. So you can sponsor you can sponsor Zach or myself or you know, other hum, Humphrey family members. There's a bunch of hikers already signed up. Um, or you can, there's also an opportunity to make a team. And so you can sponsor a team. It's, uh, it's a really, really cool thing. But anyway, we'll all include more, more info on the show notes, but I want to circle back to you, Zach, and see, um, you know, what are, uh, what are you most excited for uh, with, with this hikeathon? So you touched on a little bit, but um, as you know, I'm in the central coast, so I, I can't exactly get down to San Diego every weekend. Um, I really like how it's inclusive for wherever you are because you can just sign up as a hiker, log miles, you know, contribute that way. I know I'm going to have a group of friends going out every weekend to hike up here. So I just, I like that I can still be involved, even though I can't, you know, be there for the in-person hikes. And uh, I was like, I, I invite anyone in the central coast, you know, send me an email. I'd love to get some hikes together. Um, but I, I'm just really excited by uh, it's very inclusive which my dad was all about. He wanted as many people to get involved with the outdoors as possible. So I, I just think it's very versatile. And I, you know, I, I really enjoy how we've set it up. 
Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm I'm excited for October. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of walking, a lot of hiking, but I'm uh I'm excited. And actually, I don't know if you saw this, Zach, but we the in-person hikes that we're doing in San Diego, I we've kind of curated, handpicked a variety of hikes. A lot of them with the the intention was to uh, choose places that were really special to Brad. And I think we've done that. And I think we're do, there's going to be a like Dixon one. We're doing like uh, Annie's Canyon, a variety of ones in North, it's sort of the North County coastal area. We're also doing one, actually, I haven't done this hike before, but it's considered the, uh, I don't know how legit this is, but everyone says this is the hardest hike in San Diego County. Oh. It's called El Cajon Mountain. And it's, uh, I think it's, it's pretty intense, but we're going to do, we're going to do that one. I think it's on, uh, October 30th, right before Halloween. So if you're, if you're psyched, if, if you're excited, Zach, to come down for, for one hike, that could be a good one. I think it's a, I don't think Brad only did crazy stuff, but he definitely, it's from what I know, yeah. he liked a good challenge. And so this is like, it's like, maybe I got to look at the details. It's maybe like 17 miles, a crazy amount of elevation gain uh, and loss. Maybe it's not seven, maybe it's like 12, but it's. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe he did it. I, I have no idea, but I'll keep that in mind because that does sound like a lot of fun. I'm excited. I got to get. Yeah. So uh, more on that. We'll, we'll include again, as I mentioned, more info in the show notes and link to the event. Uh, yeah. The whole, the whole month of October. So gearing up. Um, I wanted to touch base on something that I have heard about um, and I love, and I, I wanted, wanted to see um, what does, this is a family thing that you guys, it's kind of an inside thing, but I want to kind of share it with the world. What is WWBD? stand for what does that mean to you so this was kind of uh came from the mind of my uncle john um because my my uncle and i actually have a lot of similarities like we're our personalities are more reserved compared to my dad was very you know outgoing immediately you know uh getting people involved all that stuff but so wwbd or what would brad do just kind of a reminder if we're like apprehensive about something or if like there's there's an opportunity to do something but we're not really sure about it just kind of just what would he do? Just it's the extra push to, to you know have a new experience. So I we I use it all the time if I'm scared at something. I'll just think of that, and um, it, it's you know it, it helps me. It's like it's pretty calming, and I, I know John does it all the time too. So it's 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 just a nice little reminder, and it gives you the extra push to you know make a new memory. I guess so. Yeah, I love it. I lo- I mean, ever since I heard it, I really it's been on my mind. And so I wanted you to, to share more about it. I think it's great. I mean, it's, it sounds like, uh, he was often the person to, you know, like you said, like, wait, like waking you up at six in the morning or like pushing you to go a little farther. And this, this is a way I think for his spirit, uh, and to push, push us all out of our comfort zones and to make more memories and, uh, have more of those awesome experiences. So I really, I really love that. What would Brad do? It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Well, um, kind of getting to the end of the uh, the program here. I wanted to, we talked about this a little bit, but you know, one thing we love to do is give folks, uh, listeners kind of a tangible takeaway from the podcast. And this is, I know this, the dynamic of this podcast is a little bit different. And I think there already are some tangible takeaways, but I wanted to see if you had anything you wanted to share, um, kind of a challenge uh, for the listeners uh, from this show. Well, I guess so the, the most basic challenge is, you know, I would, I'd love for everybody to sign up and join the hikeathon. That would be awesome. You know, become a, a hiker, donate, just do anything to help. But, you know, if, if you're not comfortable doing that or anything, I just think it would be 
great if you would hike, you know, one day a weekend, just kind of reset your mind. It, it's helped my mental health immensely. And I think it could help a lot of people. So I'd say those are my main takeaways. You know, if you can get involved, get involved. If not, just get outside. So I love it. And no excuses not to get involved. Let's be real. You know, you can do it from anywhere, but yeah, get it. Yeah. If, uh, so it's get involved. And, uh, I think I love that. It sounds like that was a great thing that you all did as a family. It's like a weekend, one weekend day to, to go out and just do some new hike and explore. So I love it. Well, Zach, thank you so much for being on the program. It was a, it was a pleasure to have you. I know, again, it's not a, not an easy subject, but it's really an honor to, to speak with you and to, I think for our listeners to hear more about this wonderful nonprofit. And again, this just, just started this year. So lots more wonderful things to come, but I really appreciate you being on. I had a lot of fun talking about this and uh, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to October. It's going to be. A lot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the E-New Challenge hike to be rad. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning into the Nature Unplugged podcast. You can find more, our episodes, all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, basically wherever you want to get your podcast, you can find it. We'd love it if you could take a moment to rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a ton. And be sure and visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. Uh, uh, you can also find our detailed show notes there. You just click free resources and podcasts. Um, one thing, Zach, you're still with us, right? One thing I forgot to ask, this will be in the show notes, but where what is the where can people find out more about To Be Rad? What's the website? Yeah, so you can go to uh, toberad.org. That's to-be-rad.org. And um, I'm sure there'll be the actual link in the show notes, but uh, please, please visit, please donate. We'd appreciate it. It'd be a lot of fun. Awesome. Zach, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next time. If you think you should go, I will let you